In this episode, we get an update about OrcaCon from Donna Pryor, the executive director. Later, we get a game review of a new game called Century Spice Road from our segment, Geek's Tabletop Game Review. Roll the dice. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. Lot that, that's, that's, our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast, featuring Steve Hobbs, Paul Anderson, and Joe Costa. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. This is our ninth episode. Woo! In this episode, we're going to be listening to a game review of Century Spice Road. Great game. Which, me personally, mm-hmm. I love it and thought it was similar to Splendor, but in a way which it's different enough for me to have both games. Oh yeah, it was really fun. It doesn't kill one off. And so. I loved it because I won. Yes. And it makes it a little easier when you yes. win. Like I, I think the listeners need to know that Steve does cheat. Don't, no, does he? Yeah, don't that's that's, that's why cheat. he always wins. I don't. Hey, where did you get that extra cardamom cube from? <laughs> oh, I, oh! I I had I it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Why is it a different size? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they messed up when they printed the game. That's how you play, right? I know people. I know people yeah. take know you people. out. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, what else do we, we got? We got Century mm-hmm. Spice Road, mm-hmm. and we got Donna, but mm-hmm. we also have... Well, let, first we should introduce ourselves. So I'm that Blue was my Samurai. Leeway. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. I'm Blue <laughs> Samurai, and next to me is... Paul. Still a lame name, yeah, but it is no. your name, it's though. the one that was given. I wish we had, like, a little <laughs> sound clip of, like, crickets right after you say that. <laughs> or, like, a little, like... We may have like, to Like, a little that. wind yeah. breeze. Yeah. yeah. And... Paul. But have you noticed, now the listeners can't see what we're doing, but... You guys check out my new awesome uh, T-shirt we got it's here. It's really yes. cool. Cascadia. Very nice. He's rocking a That's Geeks right. of Cascadia shirt. Everyone gets one. <laughs> it's got his full name on the back. It does. Blue Samurai. And Blue Samurai. Legal the birth name. name. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know what his parents were thinking, drinking, or smoking, but mm-hmm. Blue Samurai it was. I love it. I love it. Um, so what have you guys been doing lately? Um, honestly, I took a break off from some schooling. Mm-hmm. For this last week, and really focus on prepping for my class and reading a bum load of comics. All right, lots what, of image comics. What are, you con- what are you concentrating on? What type of comics? Um, I've been doing lots of stuff in the Hellboy world. I've really fallen in with, fallen okay. in love with Mike. I think it's mm-hmm. Magnolia or Magnola. I hear they're rebooting Hellboy. That's yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the comics are more gothic horror, but they're they're very good. So I've been going through. Uh, Abe Sapien, which is one of the main mm-hmm. characters from the... He had a little spinoff, so I've been going through that. And then just, honestly, just a bunch of image comics, period. I just can't right. get enough of them. Well, you know me. I'm a big Marvel fan, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out what goes on with Secret Empire. And 
What's going on with Steve Rogers? Is he really Hydra? Is he not Hydra? I think they're going to tie know. that up soon. I think they are going to okay, tie well, that up Okay, well, what is soon in the Marvel timetable? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they can stop <laughs> getting money out of it, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> well, I've just been working my way through the, the Lazarus, Lazarus mm-hmm. um, graphic it's, novel because mm-hmm. I want to. I want to. I definitely want to play that Green Ronin Lazarus um, RPG oh, when that right, comes yeah. out. And that's mm-hmm. based on the comic. Yeah, based on the comic. It's a cool mm-hmm. comic, yeah. Yeah. And I think we have all been loving the Game of Thrones. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it's about. I think it's sci-fi. Something, or maybe yeah. it's a western. I don't yes. know. It's been good. It's about chairs. Except I'm that entitled viewer that um, every episode mm-hmm. I, I yell out loud, they told us these were going to be longer when it, when it ends mm-hmm. at 49 minutes. Oh, I was so <laughs> mad about that, because too. I mean, like, like, did they say that? I go back, sure enough, yes, there's only seven episodes, but they'll all be much longer. And I'm like... Each mm-hmm. episode, like this last one, like 49 minutes. The well, making of does not count. all I can do to stay plus, awake until 10. there was a cool dragon fight. And it's like, okay, that battle was on. amazing. Yeah, but they could have added 15 more minutes of dragon killing. Spoiler alert. You know? Well, that's okay. This is going to be three weeks later. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, why are you listening to Geeks of Cascadia, for God's sake? Oh, go watch yeah. Game we, of Thrones. We should have been like, if you haven't seen the third <laughs> episode of Game of Thrones or fourth, I forgot. And, you oh, know, please close your ears. You know... I think the theme I got out of this, or the message I got out of the last Game of Thrones episode, was don't bring a sword to a dragon fight. Oh, uh, really? yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. you know? I mean, you're just not going to win. It's a dragon, yeah. for goodness sakes. Yeah. I thought the dragon was going to die, to tell you the truth, because they, they've been killing off characters. There hasn't been really a major character death. Yeah. You know? You don't and know I what they're, for sure the, the best thing is die. you don't know what they're going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. They could kill anyone or mm-hmm. anything at any time. Right. I I think that they... I honestly... I mean, I know it's already written, but I thought there could have been some cooler names for the dragons, like Scampers, Scoots, <laughs> and Skedaddles. They may have nicknames we don't know about. Well, that's, that's powerful uh, nicknames. You could write some fan fiction. Yeah. You can ri- ride those dragons. I think they're powerful <laughs> names, like, and then Scampers went but, through the air. But what's really cool is that we're going to be able to play those at uh, the next uh, con coming up, which I believe... Yeah. Uh, this episode's going to go up the very same week as Dragonflight. So, what do we got in Dragonflight so far? What's up? Yeah, so Dragonflight is August 25th through 27th. It's a full weekend. Should be this weekend. That is in Bellevue, Washington at the mm-hmm. Bellevue Hilton. So, um, I know I've said this before, mm-hmm. but when you go in, you're going to go to the elevator and take it all the way down. Because the first time I went there, I walked in and was like, where I is did the same thing. this con? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so... <laughs> don't want to assume this being the first year for people then right. knowing where to go. And my, um, my brain had the layout for the Bellevue Red Lion. Oh, I right. there recently. Well, that's because it's right next door. Yeah, that was very right confused. Was in- and, and if you can't get hotel rooms at the Bellevue Hilton, then you can go to the Bellevue Red Lion, which is just a block yeah. uh, to mm-hmm. the north, I believe. And it's really easy to get to the mm-hmm. hotel. You get off the freeway and you take, I think, a, like two oh, rights. Yeah. You a, take yeah. two rights it's and you're there. Hook. And they have a huge mm-hmm. parking lot. I've never struggled with parking. Parking is free. Well, we and yep. we have a tradition of going to the Azteca on that Friday night. So I don't know if you guys have been there, but usually Friday nights we go to the Azteca. Okay. So yeah, check that out. Uh, we'll be there, listeners. So you want to go say hi or harass us? I'll be there. Sing is, some Montel Jordan. Is that when we play the Resistance? No, no, that's in the bar. Okay. At night. Either Friday night or Saturday okay, night. Okay, so I have to be there for that. The resistance. Oh, the resistance. Yeah, yes. where one person's a spy, but I'm never mm-hmm. the spy. Yeah, I that's am, a great thing. I love Every that time game. I play the game, I'm never the spy. Listeners, I am always the spy. <laughs> every single time. Best. No one picks me. 
Honestly, I think that game plays best at full player count of ten. Oh. Plays the best because there's so many different people. You've really, really got to you really got to read them. As it, there's expansions out now, but I haven't played the expansions. Yeah. We'll have to do that. They're really good. They mm-hmm. ha- they give more specific. They give um, like roll powers. Oh, okay. So it's like mm-hmm. you you know this person can do that, and they they just add more. I mean, if you have you ever played One Night Ultimate Werewolf? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like something similar in that it's. It's instead of the spies or werewolves, right? And then it's everyone close your eyes. Very similar thing, um, except each person has an ability. Except the villager, so you have three villagers that can't do anything. But then you have a seer who mm-hmm. can look at a person's card. You have like a, um, you have someone else who can switch people's cards. So then you open your eyes and you can't look back oh, at your wow. role. You're not able to mm-hmm. look back at your role. And so with that, you can you know they can be like you're the werewolf, and if and then. Like, for instance, I was a werewolf one game, and this person's like, well, if that's true, I switched mm-hmm. his card. I was like, oh, okay, I was the werewolf, but if she switched my card, now I'm not, so we're going to go try to kill him, you know? And so you mm-hmm. really have to change it up. It's fun. Well, we'll have to do that. Cool. Over some beers. Saturday or both. Night. I like it. It's sure. a plan. It's Put a plan. it on your calendar. It's our plan, yep. So, what else do we got going on? Anything else? Well, the Dark Tower... What is this is the past now. The Dark Tower is coming out. Came out last week. Yes, I plan on seeing that tomorrow. Let I me read, know. I read all of those books, <laughs> and um, there was a period where, after the third book, mm-hmm. Stephen King left us in a cliffhanger in a train. Not very good reviews, though. For oh, for the movie, really? Yeah, yeah it's not right the best reviews. But I don't care either. I go. love with it. You're you gonna like. Everyone talks garbage yes. about Stephen King. Mm-hmm. It's, and um, he does a really good job. That's why he's so rich. You know what? I go to every movie, every comic movie. I don't care what the I don't care what the ratings are. I just go. Well, yeah, well, and the Dark Tower is an mm-hmm. awesome book series, mm-hmm. and so I'm just stoked because it's been like 15, 20, 25 years. Well, and I love it. Was it Eldris Elba? I think that's his. Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah. yeah, great guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love him. That's and my plan. Dude's Chris Chris Pratt broke up with. Anna Ferris? I, yes. No way. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah you didn't see that? No. No. Is All this right. just like? Did you see this no. in the National Enquirer? It was his. It was his tweet from mm-hmm. from Pratt Pratt Pratt. So what did he say? Um, well, they they just they mm-hmm. said here's this thing that happened. We're, oh, we we're, just turned into a gossip show. We're no together. Yes. Oh my gosh! I know this, this is, is horrible. A new direction. Right. Chris is no longer with yes. her. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, I don't even know why you're talking about. It. I don't know why I brought it up. Who knows? That's weird. So and that might be the hybrid. I hope Rachelina Jolie's still doing really good. Is there any other news out there or anything else before we go on to our show? Spider-Man: Homecoming rocked. Yes, I did like. It Spider-Man. was seriously amazing. I and like I liked they were like, oh, we don't care what race people were in mm-hmm. the comics. Mm-hmm. We thought these actors would be great as these characters. And so I was like, I'm, I, I'll always give it a chance. When I was like, probably the best Spider-Man movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, there is the concerning news from um, Geek Girl Con. Yes. Yes. And as you all know, listeners, we, uh, you know, yeah, we, we want to report on the news of different cons in the Pacific Northwest in Cascadia. Um, and they're a big one. There are. It's a big one, and and we feel it was hard for us to even figure out how to talk about this because mm-hmm. obviously we want the mission of Geek Girl Con to yeah. succeed, right? Yes, yep. yes. And it's a con that a lot of people absolutely right. love, right? And perhaps what you've heard now, this is going to be two weeks later. Um, cause we're we're speaking in the future, but <laughs> to I, the future, to but the future. But past. I believe some is it. 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Some of the board members or some of the operations operation staff. staff. The operation that. staff. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, they chose to leave. They sent an email out, um, mm-hmm. an official email out, and I was one of the people that got that. I'm sure with many anyone else because we bought yep. tickets. Mm-hmm. They sent that email out, um, stating more or less their their views and opinions mm-hmm. of what has. Um, Transpired what they believe has happened. Then shortly after, and listeners, mm-hmm. by shortly, I mean what was like within an hour, something like that. Um, yeah. Within an hour, then another email came from I believe um, elsewhere in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the other side of that story. Not saying mm-hmm. what side's right. Yeah, Honestly, we're not sides we don't no. have. No. I don't have all the information. Mm-hmm. Um, then stating something different, and right. so. Um, yeah, honestly, I think the only people that really truly know are the close friends and families of the people that um, decided to resign or, well, it's volunteer, mm-hmm. but decided to step away from that. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. like Steve said, regardless, we hope to continue to see a strong representation of uh, women in geekdom, mm-hmm. um, various different just people from all walks of life, you know, and they're not being a specific focus on. Um, race or gender or anything like that that um, doesn't matter what your identity is all are welcome right. similar to I mean what we what we are for gaming but that, right. I'd like to see that continue and it's something that we push very strongly in mm-hmm. Orcacon it's probably the most important thing in Orcacon Indeed. along with playing games yeah um, so well we at Geeks of Cascadia just want the mission to succeed and have inclusivity with yep. all the conventions out there and so um, hopefully we will see that in the future. Um, we don't want to dwell on this because nope. we want this to be happy. we got a fun interview coming up. Yes, we do. Um, Donna Pryor and, of course, we've got um, Century Spice Rose. You know, you know, what's really appropriate is yes. that um, um, Cardamom from Century Spice Road was featured. Yes. Um, is, is that spice that Donna Pryor likes. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So if you ever want to be really nice to Donna, go make a cookie out of only cardamom. <laughs> well, maybe flour and stuff. I don't too. know if that. <laughs> I don't know what that would taste like. Uh-huh. I was, I was a little disappointed. They didn't have jalapeno. Isn't jalapeno kind of a spice? If you grind, grind not enough? not uh, where this is. I this would... is supposed to be. I think towards the um, Middle East. So what? Uh, well, it's not well, from hot, there. spicy. Yeah, I don't think there were spices and there's spiciness. I mean, I it'll guess you don't have to follow. Maybe it'll the be in the expansion set. It'll be in the expansion. How the expansion will be spice though, because mm-hmm. each one is different. So this one focuses on the trade mm-hmm. of that century, which was spice, mm-hmm. and then the next two games are going to focus on something else. So it there, won't be spices. Yeah, there'll be one with like peppers uh, from mm-hmm. Central America and potatoes and corn. Potatoes is yes. a spice. So no, it's going to be a whole, it's a whole Irish expansion, expansion yes. which includes yeah. potatoes, century that, ginger no, rose. It's going to be the, the and new. Warm Water. The New World expansion <laughs> with all these things that came from the New World. Two oh, places okay. like Ireland. Yes. Yes. Which Including also... capitalism. Century, capitalism, right. And venereal yep. disease. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so with that, let's go into our interview, which we have no idea what it's going to be. It's going to be either... Let's do Donna. Let's, let's do, do Donna, Donna let's and do Donna. talk about no, OrcaCon. Yeah, let's do that. No? Quite, Century VD doesn't have quite the ring to it. <laughs> it is an interesting game, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The gift that keeps on giving, right? You know what? We, sh- we should design that and kickstart it. We could use okay. it to teach people about safe sex. Ge- uh, Geeks of Cascadia presents VD Road. Anyway, with that, <laughs> let's go on to oh, the interview. Second Street in oh. Seattle. God. <laughs>
This part of the podcast is brought to you by Games and Gizmos. Games and Gizmos is your friendly local game store with a great selection and a welcoming community. Come to Games and Gizmos in Kirkland, Washington. Now back to the show. Hey guys, we are so blessed today. We are sitting here with Donna Pryor. Hey Donna, how's it going? Hey, what's up guys? Well, you know, it's been a while since we had you on the air. I think last time we were the OrcaCon Pod podcast, way in the past. Yes. About six months ago. <laughs> My now, little babies are grown up. Yes. We've left the nest and now we're geeks of Cascade. Yep. Caca! <laughs> but we still love OrcaCon. We're still tied to OrcaCon and... Uh, we want to know what's going on because the con is a few months away. So, <laughs> what is going on? What's the update? Oh gosh. Well, we are. Uh, we've started kicking things into gear to uh, really mm-hmm. uh, kind of get the con focused. We recently cut off um, the merchant hall applications, so we've got a selection of returning merchants, okay. and we have some new merchants. We just need to narrow down the list. To see who's going to be with us this year, so we're really excited about that. Awesome! And as soon as wow. we have that up, we got exception uh, or people accept. Mm-hmm. We'll get those up on the website. Um, we've added more special guests to our website, and I have oh, a couple who more. Is, who's our guest of honor? Who's that? oh, uh, Jeffrey Reg is our guest of honor. Yes, and we still have more people that we have invited uh, who we're waiting to hear from. <laughs> yes, that would be you, Jeremy Crawford. <laughs> Um, and a few other people. We're getting some mm-hmm. updates. We've got some people that have new jobs, new opportunities. So, right. uh, so they'll have new things to talk about this year. Uh, we're bringing back Joe Character's GM workshop, and cool. we're going to put him in a bigger space <laughs> since Excellent. the boardroom uh, didn't hold everybody last year oh, okay. for, that wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. So, we're excited about how the new layout in the hotel is going to be uh-huh. for everyone that uh, has been there before. The main ballrooms mm-hmm. are going to stay the same. Okay. Um, the small rooms that had RPGs are going to stay the same. Um, but there's a bit, a bit different layout. The whole restaurant and bar area is completely laid out differently. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot more accessible um, and a whole new menus, more updated menus, so it's not all 100% fried food. Excellent. Which is going to be lovely. Yes. They have assured us that we will still have dollar tacos. Those are a win. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely a good thing. And Salish is on board for bringing back the uh, Blackfish Stout. Oh, very cool. And the Drop Anchor IPA. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And uh, so we've got that is in the works to get all that sorted. Uh, Regarding programming, we currently have uh, applications up for programming. So if you you work in the industry or you're a community organizer and want to present a talk or a panel about a topic... You can uh, simply fill out the form, which is on the website. Just go to the programming link. It'll have information on what we're looking for, and you can do that. If you're interested in topics, you can email info at orcacon.org if there are any kind of topics you want to see, any speakers that you'd like to see. We are Mm -hmm. looking for marginalized guests only. Okay. So, I mean, other people can submit talks, but if you have a recommendation for a special guest, um, as much as I love all you Mm -hmm. old straight white guys... Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know, we want to highlight diversity and we want to yes. bring in more voices and more people and give an opportunity to uh, younger designers and indie designers who haven't had a big opportunity to be like at Gen Con or PAX or anything like that to get their games. Um, we have demo table applications are open. Yep. We have game submissions are open. So I'm sure this is stuff that you guys have already talked about on, on your show a bit. 
but we've got all that on there. So uh, we would love you to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Chip has the volunteer registration yes, form up. Yes, we've been trying to push that. Yes. Um, yeah. And this is all orcacon.org. Orcacon.org. Mm -hmm. It's all on there. Mm -hmm. And including, you can find information on the Blackfish Scholarship, which will really be kicking in. If you buy your passes, you mm -hmm. are actually able to choose a donation level. So you can buy your uh, memberships to Orcacon and add a little extra in to go towards our scholarship. Oh. Very cool. Now, um, when is it that the early bird pricing ends? Uh, October 1st. October 1st. So get that done now. Excellent. Yeah. So currently it's for mm -hmm. uh, adult membership is $55, and it will go up to 65 on October 1st. All right. Children's and, um, children's is staying the same. I know yeah. I keep interrupting you, but I'm no, just no, no, that's, that's right. Here, here. That's just what I'm going to do. This is about you. This, this is about, about me. Yes. Uh, we still have VIP memberships open, so oh. if you'd like to sign up for a VIP, and a big shout out to Chaosium, they are the first group that is sending us some special swags nice. for um, for the VIP goodie bags. Now, what do you get for being a VIP? Uh, oh well, not only do you get a swanky looking badge, but you get a swanky looking badge, badge ribbon. We also have a suite set aside that is run by my mom. Awesome. And nice. So you can hang out with my mom, and we will uh, have snacks. We'll have mm -hmm. coffee service, tea service, and a comfortable place to hang out. We'll, uh, mm -hmm. you know, have a nice place if you need to knit, if I, you want to, I remember like, some of the, uh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I <laughs> but your mom was great there, and I, and I think it was really wonderful that you had a place for some of our uh, game developers uh, just needed a place to hang out yep. and kind of so, chill. Yep. So that was awesome. So it's green so, rooms yes. and VIP room. Mm -hmm. So we'll have that set up. The nice thing about it is this year the suite, or uh, the hospitality suite, is for the uh, green room, the VIPs and whatnot. It's on the first floor. Awesome. And it has a okay. little patio. Oh, wow. That has you know a little mm -hmm. seating area and a little fire pit. So hopefully it'll be like super comfy to, yeah. to hang out there. And I know it's January, mm -hmm. but, but some, we yeah. have mild January sometimes, yeah. and it's nice to get a breath of fresh air and and sit by a fire. Maybe there's some marshmallows around. Yeah. I don't know. No, what cool. would you yeah. say to the listeners out there that are going to OrcaCon um, in terms of you know what 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 would they expect differently maybe from last con to this con? I know there's some remodeling going on. Um, is there anything different maybe about this con? Well, I'll answer that question after I finish the VIP stuff. Oh, okay. So <laughs> not only that, you get uh -huh. a goodie bag, a swag bag, because okay. we don't hand out swag bags. Um, uh -huh. we, we like to, most people, if you go to a big show uh -huh. or if you go to a show, they, you know, you'll get a bag. But most people throw all that stuff out. Uh -huh. You know, it's a lot uh -huh. of advertisements and bookmarks and things like that. Uh -huh. And most people ditch it. Uh -huh. You know, so we want to, the VIPs, we want to have a nice bag that has a T-shirt. So you get your own OrcaCon mm -hmm. t-shirt. You get this year's OrcaCon dice that are, we haven't decided on our color yet, so suggestions okay. are welcome. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll order that from Chessex coming up here very, very soon. And what else is in there? Oh, so there's that. We'll have, I uh, imagine that we'll get more donated magic cards. So there'll be mini magic decks in there. Cool. And uh, our, our um, we finally have our first sponsor. Which Who's is that? Green Ronin Publishing. Oh, excellent. And so right. they'll be donating some things for the bag also. Very cool. Well, we interviewed Christmas. Yes. We yeah. Yes. All right. So, uh, so we'll have a variety mm -hmm. of things. Um, as far as your question, uh, yes. what's different? Yes. Um, hopefully not a freezing basement. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, with the new layout, mm-hmm. we're going to move some things around. Um, there's a really cool space at the con, which is a library. So anybody mm-hmm. can drop in there. They'll have nice furniture around. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like a cozy, hangouty kind of place. So that's going to be a nice way to relax. We'll still have a quiet room. Excellent. Okay. Um, so that way, if you uh, need to rest and recharge, mm-hmm. you can do that. Okay. Um, we're going to have a bit different variety of talks, new talks, new games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're moving around the demo table program, so it'll be uh, demo games will be much more accessible to okay. folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but pretty much, you know, we're just going to offer the same stuff as many games as possible. We'll still have the uh, room at the Best Western, that the larger room for yep. some some games and stuff. Yep. And uh, there'll still be a, I think, a smaller room for twenty four hour games as well. I believe, right? Well, no, because we're going to uh, with the new uh, the new hotel management, the mm-hmm. new ownership, is that we won't be doing a twenty four hour room. Oh, okay. Um, the twenty four hour gaming will be at the Best Western. Okay. So if you uh, want to go over there and play all in the middle of the night. But the game room will be open to 2 a.m. So, well, so, but, okay. But we have to, we don't have mm-hmm. actually have this finalized until we visit right. the hotel. Right. So once we have the hotel and we've, we're, we can see how many games mm-hmm. are submitted, we can see what the schedule is going to be like and see what the layout is going to be, then we can really decide all that stuff. Well, but right be, now we're waiting to get into the hotel, which really is exciting. going to be super lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they're listening, that'd be really great if they would... Yeah. You know, do that. Well, as soon as they have, they, they can let people in that right. aren't employees or contractors. Then we'll get in there. We'll take pictures of what they'll let us take pictures of, uh-huh. and uh, and then start plotting out where every single table and chair is going to go. That would be great. Yeah. Is what's the focus of OrcaCon this year? Mm-hmm. Um, we are trying to highlight Indigenous voices in tabletop. Okay. So our with Jeffrey, our guest of honor is amazing. Uh, we've got invitations out to more local uh, Native American and First Nations developers um, to get signed up. If you happen to know someone, feel free to send them our way. We'd love to talk to them, but we really want to focus on diversity in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. as much as we can because, as we all know, you know Seattle is is a, a very, you know, kind of white people town and yeah. so we, that's why we want to give opportunities to marginalized creators awesome and I think that we all appreciate the fact that you're the conventions of OrcaCon have always been about focusing on diversity and disenfranchised uh, folks and and I love the fact that each year that you've come up with a theme yeah um, have you thought about next year's theme or oh, yeah. you're just well, trying to get it's, past it's, this or? well I'd like to kind of because mm-hmm. I, I know this comes up a lot when people mm-hmm. talk to me it's not a theme mm-hmm. so we're not just making a theme we're making a focus mm-hmm. where we're having a focus to go out and find not waiting for people to come to us but to go out and make the effort to go find people to uh, focus on a group of people because we can say oh just we're diverse you know people of color mm-hmm. come yeah. hang out mm-hmm. you know if you're disabled come hang out if you're this as opposed to looking for these creators um, who are marginalized creators. So our uh, focus for 2019 is going to be on the LGBT community. Cool. And then mm-hmm. 2020 is going to be Latinx. So Latina, Latino, Latinx, mm-hmm. Hispanic uh, creators awesome. in tabletop. Very All cool. All right. So maybe hopefully in a few more years it will be my people. Oh, sure. 
East you're, Asian. You're six? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought you meant from Lake Stevens. Oh, I am from Lake Stevens. Stevens. <laughs> That's right. People from Lake yeah. Stevens. Disenfranchised. <laughs> well, we keep, uh, if we keep growing and we keep continuing to have OrcaCons and we have people support us, we'll be able to really highlight um, folks, um, all folks. Yeah. Oh, and it has been growing. We uh, started off, what, about... What, 600, 700 people? Just under 800. Then 800, then maybe we'll break 1,000, who knows? Well, we were just under 1,000 mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Right. And so we have to cap out at 1,200 for next year. Wow. Well, that's a good problem to have. It is. It probably. is a good problem to have. And you've been really busy. I have been right? very, very busy. Is it okay to talk about what you do with sure, Orcaton yeah. and everything? Yeah. So t- tell us about that. You've been kind of taking that, this, obviously, been doing Orcaton that pays you so much money, zero dollars. Zero dollars, uh, because it's all work, volunteer. Yes. It's all volunteer. But you, you do work for um, Catan, and can you tell us a little bit about that? It's sure. I work for Catan Studio, mm-hmm. which is also owned by Asmodee North America, and I am the organized play manager. So I manage tournaments and the National and World's Tournament Program for uh, Catan Studio, for uh, English Catan. So we work with the other, we work with, uh, let's, with DeVere, mm-hmm. we work with um, SDVM, you know, so I go, I'll be heading off to, let's see, I'm running the, I'm running a, a Masters Tournament and the um, Gen Con National Qualifier Tournament at Gen Con this year. Great. So you won't see me unless you come to my area. <laughs> if you come to the Catan event area, then you'll see me. Um, but otherwise, you won't see me at Gen Con. I will be there or yeah, asleep. I hope. So have you done any traveling for this? Yes, I have. I've uh-huh. been to I've been to Germany for the Catan uh, Conclave, which is uh, you know the Catan GBH. So I've got to hang out with Klaus and his sons. Uh-huh. You know, which is Klaus is a creator of Catan. Cool. So that is super fun. Do a lot of really cool playtesting, mm-hmm. and um, there are so many things I can't talk about. <laughs> but now I can because we have a, right. a Game of Thrones katan. Oh, wow. That, oh, cool. Know, okay. In, in doing that with Fantasy Flight. So so that's cool. So we, we announced that. So now I don't have to keep that under wraps anymore. Well, we've been following you uh, through Facebook. We've been totally Facebook uh-huh. stalking. Yes. Yeah, so. I've been at Origins. Um, where else have I been? I've been to Minnesota. You were in Great Britain? I was in, yep, I was in Birmingham, wow. England, for the UK Nationals. You're living the life. You love, uh, I know you love tabletop games, and you travel at the same yeah. time. Yeah, I'm going to That's Toronto, awesome. going to YYZ. That's cool. Um, for the mm-hmm. Canadian National Championship, mm-hmm. so I'll be running that. I'm looking forward to hopefully knocking out the uh, Australian yeah. and New Zealand yeah. championships <laughs> to see if I get to travel for those. That would be really great. Wow. There's no guarantee that they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, that we'll actually travel for those because that's really far away. It's far. I know OrcaCon is your favorite con. It what, is. What's your second My favorite second con? favorite con? Yes. Mm. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, you know what? I, there's a bunch of them that I like for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Big Bad Con. Um, it's very uh, independent, RPG-focused. So there's there's a fair there there's board games, but it's really a lot of uh, of RPGs. Okay. And so it was really cool because I got there and there was a whole bunch of Seattle people that were there running games, <laughs> oh, cool. which I loved it. Mm-hmm. And they gave me my own. I was a guest last year, and they gave me a hotel room where they pulled mm-hmm. out the bed and just had a, a round table in there. Wow. With yeah, so they put yeah, in wow. one of the you know the like the eight foot rounds mm-hmm. and a bunch of chairs. Cool. And that was my private game space for wow. people that signed That's up for cool. my games. Wow. So that was really cool. Um, I like what they're doing. 
I really, really want to make it to Indigenous Comic Con, which is in mm-hmm. Albuquerque. They're doing some uh, really great work out there. Um, I'd like to go out. I'd like to go out, if not support uh, Blurred Con, which is Black Nerd Con. Okay. Um, there's also where's that? Uh, that is in Baltimore. Okay. And then there's mm-hmm. Universal Fan Con, which is in DC, I think. The, okay. But it's yeah. also the, what's really cool about that con also is that uh, every single one of their people who have created the con um, is a person of color. It's almost awesome. Uh, yeah, it's so it's really great. A lot of them are uh, some geek celebrities. Mm-hmm. So, um, and are doing really great things with uh, black girl nerds and uh, geeks of color and things like that. So, there's are some really cool shows. Uh, Gamer X is also always a, a good favorite of mine. I love to, those events. Try to maybe network and uh, try to get these folks to OrcaCon? Well, it'd be nice, except that I can't pay to bring any of these people to OrcaCon. <laughs> so, so, you know, there's that. But. You know they'll be they'll be so enticed by your by oh they're all enticed <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're kind of like in our boat is yeah, it? Right. Um, yeah. but a, a lot of folks like uh, uh, Sean from Big Bad Con he backed our Kickstarter mm-hmm. last year um, Chupacabracon backed our Kickstarter mm-hmm. last year so we've had a lot of people uh, Dragonflight has backed our Kickstarters two years mm-hmm. in a row so we've got a lot of people who do support even if they don't make it well Dragonflight people have made it out. But we get a fair amount of con- people that do conventions uh, and work in the industry just come in, and hang out, and play games. It's kind of like a community on its own. It is oh, a yeah. community on its own, yeah. So, uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners out there uh, before we close this out? I, I'm, I'm soon probably telling them, hey, get a hotel room as well. Oh my gosh, um, please get a hotel room yes. if you can. <laughs> Um, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. It's a place to stash your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, in case you are going to imbibe, you yeah. are not driving. It's new and nice. Yes, it's brand new and nice. It's ninety nine dollars a night for a standard room. And you get that through the link at orcacon.org. Yes. Or, yep. And um, if they don't, if they call, if they make a mistake calling directly, do, is there a code that you can give them to make sure that it's Orcacon it's on the website? Credit. It's all on the website. Okay. So if you just go there, you can see all that stuff. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. So you, yeah, if you want to book an accessible room, you can book that right through the okay. the site. You said there were some nicer rooms too. You pay a little There's extra the for executive it. level. It's one hundred nineteen dollars. Okay. So that's Not up bad. on the sixth and seventh yeah. floor. Mm-hmm. Little fancier rooms. Better you get view. like robes oh. to wear. Oh, all right. So we role, role play. The, role play in the, the people wearing the robes down the on the on the game floor. Well, though, who who who? who well, know who's right. up in the, in those who's rooms? Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> But there's still, you know, the the uh, sailing pool is still there. You know, the the mm-hmm. pool and the hot tub are accessible. Can you play a game in the hot tub? No, please what don't play. Game? Well, no? I mean, I, I guess you could, but just not. We don't want that's not official con space. Right. Liability. You can't play Liability. a card game and get maybe a dice game. No, to fall. I, well, guess you, I mean, you could bring pool floaties. Whatever their sure. rules are. Whatever yes. the hotels from pools, pools are. I would never advocate. No diving allowed. <laughs> So, uh, how do we get a hold of you? Is there Twitters, uh, email? So we have uh, OrcaCon on Twitter mm-hmm. and OrcaCon on Facebook. We also have a lovely Facebook community. So, if you just go, to, if you look up on Facebook and type in OrcaCon community, you'll find that. And um, and if you need to email me, you can drop a note to info at orcacon.org. All right. Awesome. 
Okay, well, thanks a lot, Thank Donna. Thank you so much, Donna. All right, thanks. Um, hopefully we can get you after you get some more information and meet with the hotel. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, after, yeah, once we're back from, well, yeah, once, we, mm-hmm. uh, once we're back from Gen Con Dragonflight and Fan Expo. And I will see you at two of those. Yes. <laughs> and we'll have, we'll have a table at PAX also. Great. Even though I won't be there. We'll still be in the Diversity Lounge okay. at PAX, so you can go check in on everybody and yes. make sure they're, they're all good. And uh, then we're going to start working on sponsorship and advertising. There's information on the site if you would like to be a sponsor, if you are a game designer or a game company and you have games you would like to donate to our library and our play-to-win library, um, feel free to send that on too. We'd be really happy for that. Cool. Cool. Just drop me an email and we'll get you hooked up. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks for having me again. This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now, back to our show. All right. It was great talking to Donna again. It's been too long since we spoke with Donna. And it's great to be filled in on this coming up OrcaCon. I know. We haven't heard from her for a long time, so it's good to hear the updates of OrcaCon, what's going on. And wow, just so amazing the special guests that are coming on board and so many special guests embracing our mission mm-hmm. of diversity of inclusion. So and then a beautiful new hotel. Yes, it's, it's what like what an it's, upgrade. Oh yeah, like looking mm-hmm. at some of the some of the pictures, just mm-hmm. like it's just fancy. The fact that they yeah. have like a library. Oh, are you going to go play this game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to be playing it in the library. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's how I would talk. And don't and don't forget, listeners, I want to emphasize this again, because I know Donna had mentioned about it, but we do need volunteers. Yeah. And uh, what what's that web uh, email address? Volunteer at orcacon.org. I don't know why I didn't know that. I do know that. I don't know why I didn't say that. And... <laughs> Everything, that, everything is available through just um, orcacon.org that's true. as well. That's true. Mm-hmm. And and again, uh, I believe, um, I believe you're going to be Joe. You're going to be doing the the training on some of this stuff, right? For um, yeah, I'll be I'll be doing so. I do accessibility, but then I'll also mm-hmm. be doing the um, training for volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so we will be focusing on how to be accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, just how to be accommodating, caring people. And biggest rule is how to listen and I'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) Uh, pretty much it's like you know especially with any complaints of any type of harassment or anything is you assume it's always the truth and you gotta listen that way. You yeah. are so funny. <laughs> anyway, I so, see Steve. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna laugh so, this whole episode. So, um, about that, um, the whole diversity and everything, um, we have a special guest, I think, I'm gonna just reemphasize this again because the guy did Red Wolf for uh, Marvel Comics. Um, yes. I. It is. I can't read it from here. Jeffrey, and I might mess his name up, Varage, I believe, or Varage. It's Varage. Varage, wow. And you know why we know it's Varage? Because we were corrected by Donna. Yes. (laughs) And and she's the one that knows all these guests. He's definitely... Oh, sorry, go mm -hmm. ahead. Oh, well, I mean, she she knows all the guests, and she's bringing them all in. Again, she's been great. Uh... Just, I mean, what's important for OrcaCon, of course, is our mission, and she's been pounding that not only to us, but just into the mission statement and, and trying to have OrcaCon 
be so diverse and open. But um, one thing I do want to emphasize here is the fact that you can still go online, buy membership, and get a hotel room, which we desperately need you to do. While you guys throw to um, Spice Road, I'm going to get a beer, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, oh yes. Um, Should we go into Spice Road? What do you think? Yes. I think we should go down the Spice Road. I think we should. The spice must flow. Yes. Yes, do it. Here we go. Hey, geeks, it's Blue Samurai here, and welcome to Geeks Tabletop Gang Review. And we are here with Kelly. Yeah, I'm Kelly, Kelly Forbes. I hang out at Games Plus all the time. You hang out. Oh, at no, Games you're Plus. right. I work here. Okay, there you go. And? And I'm Doug. I also work here at Games Plus. Oh, well, You Kel- may remember me from the last review we did yes, for we do. I do remember that. So you have a new game. You guys. Had me come down, and I played it a little bit. Yeah, I forced you to sit down and play it. Yes, and I came in dead last. That's because I wasn't paying attention. I was taking pictures for this podcast. So, anyway, tell me about the game. What do we got? So this is Century Spice Road. Uh, It's the first in a series of games from Emerson Matsuchi uh, that deals with the major trade uh, lines during the 15th, 16th, and 17th century, uh, century. Uh, this one deals with spice trading along the Silk Road, where each player uh, has their own caravan and they're moving spices uh, and trading spices to these different cities uh, in order to gain these point guards. Oh, okay. Hey, now, has this guy, this developer, developed any other games? He's in got the past? a few other games. Uh, a more recent one is Spectre Ops, uh, which is a hidden role type game uh, where you're trying to eliminate the other players. But you don't really know who's who and where they are on the board. So that one's pretty fun. It's from Plat Hat Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a copy in the store. Just So th- does this uh, same publisher, I'm assuming? Uh, uh, no, a- this is Plan B Games. Plan uh, B. Spice okay. Plan B. All right. And you said the artist. Who was the artist? The artist is uh, Fernanda Suarez. It, you know, I, I love the art because it kind of reminds me of Splendor in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if he's done any other stuff, but... I, I really love these cards. Uh, I would like to say it's a little bit more complicated than Splendor. It's not. It's Splendor esque. It's the most current thing that we have to uh, equivalent to. Mm-hmm. It's not a word. Um, we'll make it a word. <laughs> it's now a word. All right. <laughs> uh, but it has that same feel to it, where you can very definitely be doing almost anything else and having the game operate on its own. Um, so, how many players in age? Uh, this is for two to five players uh, for ages eight and up. Uh, I think that's that's a good age for players and also a number of players. I played a few times at two players and a, a few times at four players. It's definitely different. It's definitely different it's at the, definitely the, different. the more players. Now, Kelly, you and I played yesterday with um, some other person. Uh, Arthur. At Arthur. And it, the game didn't take that long. So no. the time frame. It's easily it? half an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, twenty minutes for two players, probably half an hour, forty minutes uh, on up for the number of players. Oh, okay, players. cool. Yeah, usually about ten minutes per player. That's that's cool. I, I like the. I mean, it strategy intensive, kind of a re- resource management. You would say, kind of a way. Kind of, yeah. I'd uh-huh. say okay. engine building, deck buildings, kind of like that. It really reminds me of untying a knot. Oh, okay. the, the, the spaghetti games where you've got to uh-huh. figure out if you come out on the right end of the maze or whatever. 
right. Very well, definitely. So tell me, uh, tell me about the mechanics, and um, you did a little bit of object in the game, but go ahead, shoot. Let me let the listeners know about this new game. I, uh, so, uh, as we said, you're trying to develop uh, spice contacts and trade in your spices for other things. Uh, so, spices are ranked, uh, and they have uh, a, yeah, a ranking that they go for. Mm-hmm. So, trading, uh, trading up is always a good thing. Uh, trying to trade your yellows for reds and your reds for greens and your greens for browns uh, so that you can make it to your city destinations where you can cash those in for uh, victory points. Right, so each city has a point on it. Uh, okay, yeah. got it. And right. required spices to achieve those points. Uh, and obviously some spices are harder to get than others. Definitely the brown ones are harder to get. They're the more rare ones. And you have to trade multiple times typically to get up to that level or multiple spices just to get maybe one or two of the brown cubes. Any trading involved in this? or um... uh, Not with other players, very definitely with the cards. Uh, you get that pseudo deck building feel with uh, getting the cards that you put in your hand and then can play uh, as you acquire merchants uh, and contacts in the spice world that you can then trade two brown cubes for three green cubes, a red cube, and a yellow cube, uh, and then so on. And so what, what does it take to win this game? So the game ends when uh, one player has a certain number of uh, these city cards. It's five in a four or, four or five player game or six in a two or three player game. And there are these, there's these ones that are towards the end that if you claim them, you get these nice fancy little metal coins that will be worth more points for you at the end of the game. The game is definitely trying to force you to compete with other players so that you're trying to get to the same destinations as quickly as possible to get those extra victory points. Now, as I um, as I look at this game, I notice that you know you've got the coins only in the um, the far left two cards. Yep. Yes. And then you got three other city cards, we'll call them, which they have points on to the right of that. Um, so I've noticed that you know it doesn't it doesn't matter where the card is, um, unless I mean the point it, points don't change. No. no. However, I noticed yesterday when we were playing, you were trying to hit. The cards on the far left, because the 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 left two are the ones that have coins on it. Is that the strategy that you recommend? Uh, it depends. It- I it's definitely variable depending on which cities comes up first. Uh, for example, the board we have laid out here, we have that mm-hmm. far right card is worth twenty points. So if you were to try and go for the first one, which is currently worth twelve points plus the three extra bonus points, that's only fifteen. So if it's easier for you somehow because of the rest of the cards that come up, the merchants that come up that you can trade with, uh, mm-hmm. to get those five brown cubes quicker than it would be uh, everyone else competing for those things. Uh, or by the time that mm-hmm. you uh, do acquire those, that city is shifted down enough that it's worth one or three extra victory uh, points. Okay, so it's like I'm looking at this, and you might you might be drawn to the cards that give you coins, but with that 20, you'd go for the 20 because it gets you 20, whereas the one with the coins like 12 and three more. There's also looking at what other players are doing. If you can see that they're gathering spices for these leftmost cities, you can see that maybe by the time they get those, I'll have enough to get the 16-pointer, and it's moved ahead, and it'll be worth more points to me. And if you Kinda get like what Kelly was saying, and earlier. if you get five cities, the first one gets five cities. Is it end right there? It's, everyone else gets another turn. You it's equal turn. turns. It's equal turns. So yeah. if Doug went first, uh, you and I would then get another turn. But if um, mm-hmm. I was the one who got my fifth or sixth city, then that would be the end of the game. So walk me through a turn. 
So on a turn, uh, you get you can do one of four things. You can play a card from your hand, and mm -hmm. they got two types of cards. Well, three types of cards. Uh, there's the resource gathering ones, which give you spices, just what's printed on there. You go out to the farm and make yeah. food. Uh, there's <laughs> trading spices, where you'll trade a certain number of spices to get other spices. Right. And sometimes uh, you'll trade uh, an expensive brown cube for more of the lower ranking cubes, spices, in this case. And then there's an upgrade card, which everyone starts with, and there's one more shuffled through in the deck. And these let you upgrade your spices to higher ranking ones. And you can do a multiple ones. You can do a yellow up two ranks into a green one so, and things like that. So it looks like that you, you, uh, your first action is either you can play your card, in which case it's play and you lay it down face down, or you can purchase a card. Yeah, you can also purchase a card. The mm -hmm. first one uh, on the left is always free. Mm -hmm. If you want anything up the line, you'll have to drop a spice onto each additional card that you go past. Right, okay. Uh, there's resting, which is if you don't like the cards in your hand uh, at the time, or you're out of cards and you don't want to get a new card, you just pick up all of your played cards and they go back into your hand. Oh, right. So because you already played that resource card that you wanted, yep. you can't use it again unless you do a rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know, Kelly, you were trying to do the strategy where you never wanted to rest. Yeah, that was me yesterday. I was very definitely just um, trying to maximize my uh, using time by minimizing downtime. Um, well, it worked because you won. So. I, there's, by there's 10 kind, points. There's I, kind I mean, of it was a, a certain point in the game where mm -hmm. if you get to it, you're sacrificing turns by gaining new cards, where if you just rest, you gain these five or six extra cards that you can just immediately play back to back. Right, right. There's, yeah. there's different ways to play the game, and that's kind of what's what's really nice about it. I also had figured out that, for whatever reason, I had really figured out how to get uh, the uh, red cubes, but I needed brown cubes, and I had to reset my hand in such a way that I didn't have the right merchants. That's why I wasn't picking up my hand either. I didn't have right. the right merchants down. I didn't need them. So I had to go purchase more merchants anyway. So, Well, Kelly and Doug, you, you both played games throughout your entire life. Um, <laughs> Kelly, I think you were forced to play games uh, when you were younger. So. Uh, no, but you love it, actually, right? uh, I had to force mm -hmm. my parents to let me play games. Okay. Well, in terms of this game, what do you guys rate it? Buy, not buy? What do you think? It's, it's I bought it instantly. You bought it instantly. Yeah. I bought it at Origins when they launched okay. it at Origins. I got this nice, fancy playmat that was I'm so jealous. limited only there and I think uh, on the Kickstarter. Oh, that's cool. And they, they sold out there. So where can we get a game like this and how much is it? Uh, we have it here uh, for the next couple weeks, probably until our next convention, which we'll ship it off to there. Okay. Uh, and it's thirty nine ninety nine, which isn't too bad. Because the cards are nice, the it's nice metal coins, mm -hmm. and they even give you cups to hold all of the, the spice cubes in them. Yeah, your components to strategy to price point is actually really good. $39 is uh, pretty good, mm -hmm. it sounds like. So, we're, I mean, can you get this online? Can I get it at the... Uh, I uh, believe you can buy it direct from them. Okay. Uh, not quite sure. But, I mean, you can always check wherever you can buy games. Okay. And this particular company doesn't have an exclusive, so you could probably get it off of Amazon if you wanted to. But it's always good to support local mm -hmm. businesses. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, and that's why I come down here and I buy some games. So yeah. uh, do you guys have anything else? This is a pretty awesome game. I, I enjoyed playing it, and I'd love to play it again. Well, let's play it. 
All right, let's do that. Just beat you again. Until then, (laughs) (laughs) uh, this is Blue Samurai signing off. This episode has been brought to you by Vern and Wells, an all-inclusive, members-only social club for geek professionals in the style of Victorian parlors of old, a space for this new breed of geek. Visit us at www.vnw.club. Vernon and Wells, Imperium in Imperio. Now to our show. Wow, that was an amazing Geeks Tabletop Game Review by Kelly and Doug. Yeah, and a very fun game. I yeah. love Spice Road. It's a really good entry-level game where you can just teach it to anybody new to gaming. Mm-hmm. It's just a good place to enter in and I think have a really awesome time. And it's not like a five-hour long game. Either. Oh, yeah, yeah. You played a number <clears> of times. Yeah, it was about, I think it was um, maybe a half an hour at the worst-case scenario, I yeah. think. I you played know? it, yeah, half an hour is a good average time is what I get out of that. Now, how do you get, do you have that game or did you play it through somebody else? Because I'm thinking about buying it and maybe bringing it to um, OrcaCon. Um, actually, what happened is I came here at Around the Table in Linwood, Washington, mm-hmm. and they, they had it. The mm-hmm. week it came out, they had it in their library. And so, oh, that's cool. Uh, Tim here was like, dude, you got to try this game. It's really good. And he actually, like, all excited. It was mm-hmm. like, it was great. It was like a kid on Christmas. He's like, hey, and he pulls out a library. He's like, okay, so let me show you how this works. And I was like, oh, that sounds easy. And played it with a bunch of people and loved it. And I mean, I ended up selling some of my games in here to get some store credit and buy it. Did it remind you at all of, um, oh, what's that game? A Splendor at all? Yes. Yeah. A little bit? It, yeah. It does. It, it, it has a. I feel like it fits this little like fills this little niche, yeah, um, or yeah. niche. How yeah. you want to pronounce it? That Splendor does. Mm-hmm. It gives me the same type of uh, feeling as as playing as I do. And I hate to say it because I love Splendor, but it's kind of like Splendor Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there there is that Splendor expansion that's coming kinda out. Like it it is. Cities, I, wanna, I think it's called. Yeah. I want to play that so. Yes. Bad. I saw pictures. It's gorgeous. I have to agree with you though about the Splendor Plus. I feel like, and I love Splendor. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but I feel like this adds just a little bit mm-hmm. more. Um, it's not even complexity. Just mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a little bit more something. Right. Yeah, yeah. What I really love about these type of games is, um, as you, as the listeners know, and my my good podcast hosts know, I have a child with special needs, and so when we play Splendor, it's a game that he actually can can play at, and it just. It's so great because he gets involved and he really loves it. And sometimes he wins. That's really cool. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. And there's lots of cool games out there. There's, mm-hmm. um, and I don't have information, but I'm seeing in regards to that, I'm mm-hmm. seeing people out there more and more. Um, there's that are doing podcasts and just doing information <laughs> on like they almost have like lists of games that are more easily accessible, and they take into account. Um, everything from people who may have challenges with finding gross motor skills to people who have challenges uh, or have any type of um, intellectual disability. So it's it's really cool that there's lots yes. of stuff out there like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought of a game. First, here's here's our details. Mm-hmm. Orcacon uh, dot org to um, go to Orcacon details. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Um, mm-hmm. um, be email us at Geeks of Cascadia at, at gmail dot com. Please do. Yes. We our, love your emails. Our Facebook page mm-hmm. um, is Geeks, Geeks of Cascadia. We are mm-hmm. at Geeks of Cascadia on Twitter. We are Geeks of Cascadia on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But here's the game I recently thought of while we were recording this podcast. I want you, after we post this, for you to guess who was putting their beer glass down so hard. Oh, was that me? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, by the way, um, Kelly and Doug have been doing a great job 
uh, doing these uh, game reviews. And in fact, thanks, Kelly and they, Doug. They're going to be reviewing the game Clank. I don't know if you heard about it. But oh, I've been found... wanting to play that. I've yes. heard it's really, really good. They're going to be reviewing that. Uh, they're also going to be reviewing um, uh, tabletop game accessories as well, not just tabletop games. So I'm uh, really excited is that, for them. What is a tabletop game accessory? I'm gonna have to check that is out. It like Bitbox, I think. Hey, or okay. Bit, oh, okay. It's something. Oh, it's a it's a box that you put things in for yes. your bits for your game. I get it. Something. Like okay, because at it first this is what I pictured. Like, I got a new blue suede dice bag, and it is suede and it is blue, and you should buy this. That's what a review of game accessories. I got like. a dice rolling mat with a monkey on it. Yes. What's wrong with that? Nothing. nothing. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> that. No, nothing wrong, wrong with, with monkeys. Uh, monkeys. Some of my best friends are monkeys. We're inclusive and diverse. <laughs> anyway, um, gentlemen, do we have any more that we can give to our listeners? Um, please, know. please, on iTunes, yes. give us a five-star review. Oh, Say anything review. positive yes. or negative, just give it five stars. Yes. Yes. An honest review. That's right. You can <laughs> give five stars and go, five yeah. stars, you guys suck. Um... Please fix your sound quality or something sure. like that. But give us five stars. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can say, um, episode nine was so amazing. Please have Steve down a whole beer before each podcast. <laughs> you could do that. Or you could also say, hey, can you please review Yeah. insert game yes. name here. Uh, Mage Wars, because I'm just looking at it, this box across, but though that's well, been not, around for a long time. All, please be something that is currently in print. Yes, that currently. Makes it much easier. Don't be like Kickstarter or something yeah. like that. Don't be like, please review the, um, can you please review the original version of Dune? Yeah, no, we're not going to no. be able to do that, because no. I don't even know anyone who has it, nor well, would take it out of right. their no way will airtight be. seal. So. How about Airstrike or Air Superiority? Oh my no. gosh. No. How about, no, and <laughs> I don't want to pull that, but GMT is hard Absolutely to review, because that's very, it's a very, um, GMT games uh, are very, yeah, they're... Well, the great thing about... They're Dougie, good, but mm-hmm. some people, you can have the same game, some people will love it, some people will say it's the most boring thing. Well, the, yeah, it really depends. Well, the great thing about Doug and Kelly, who are our guest hosts, they're millennials, they're on top of it, they're doing the new games, and so if you email us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com, they will get on it. Mm-hmm. We'll so, send them a hologram. Yes. Okay. So does anyone have anything else? No, we don't. Nope, we're good. So yep. with that, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Oh. Cascadia podcast featuring Steve Hobbs, Paul Anderson, and Joe Costa. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.